baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, good morning, fellow semi-fascist. Welcome to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra today and tomorrow. It's a pleasure to be back with you this week. I am, uh, for those of you who haven't been listening and haven't had a chance to get to know me yet, I'm from Kansas. I'm from here in Wichita, which is sort of the south-central part of the state. I was involved in Kansas politics uh, for, well, I served in the legislature for four years and have been involved in multiple campaigns here in Kansas. I also host the John Whitmer Show on our Odyssey affiliate here in Wichita on Sunday nights on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS here in Wichita. If you want to reach out, I would love to hear from you. You can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307, or you can call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063, and you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. i very active on social media. would love to hear from you. So I was kind of searching around this morning, and actually my wife sent me this story. Uh, this is the most, well, it's typical. It's not only typical of the left, but it's it's sadly typical of the left coast. Uh, this is from, uh, let me see, this is from lawofficer.com. Uh, and it's one of those head scratchers. But the Los Angeles Police Department banned the thin blue line flag from public areas within police departments this week over a complaint that the flag represented, get this, quote, violent extremist views. You know what I bet they haven't banned is the rainbow flag. I mean, it's just is so stupid. I bet they've also banned the Gadsden flag. Next, they're going to ban the American flag. LAPD Chief Michael Moore well, that's half your problem right there is Michael Moore. Not the same Michael Moore, I'm sure, but defended the controversial move to Fox News saying, quote, yesterday we received a community complaint. Oh, <laughs> we received a community complaint of the presence of a blue line flag with the view that it symbolized support for violent extremist views, such as those represented by the Proud Boys and others. It doesn't. And you received a complaint. You people are freaking idiots. I directed to have them taken down from the public lobby. The U.S. flag should be proudly displayed in our lobbies wherever possible. Memorials for our fallen officers authorized are also authorized in public, play, play, public places, he said. Moore explained that a flag displayed in one station's lobby spurred a complaint, and he added, it's unfortunate that extremist groups have hijacked the use of the thin blue line flag to symbolize their undemocratic, democratic, racist, and bigoted views. You know what? Just because 
and I'm not saying they are, but let's just because a group happens to take your flag and misrepresent it doesn't make the flag undemocratic, racist, or bigoted. And the fact that you overreact because you get one complaint from one liberal wackadoodle I mean how oft how badly do we are we going to pander to these kind of people you get one complaint you know what you say to this guy thank you for sharing that's what you say you say oh Aren't you special? That's what you say to this guy. This complaint. You tell him to go pound sand in a nice, politeful way. You tell them, thank you for sharing. We will give your comments all the time and consideration they deserve. That's what you tell them. Aren't you precious? The L.A. police chief ordered all flags with the symbol to be removed from public areas, Moore said. Officers still can display the flag, their workplace, locker room, or personal vehicle. Well, how nice! You still allow me to display it in my personal vehicle. Go pound sand if you think I can't. No wonder LAPD is having massive trouble retaining officers. Because you think you have the right to tell me what I can display in my personal vehicle? While Moore said he viewed the flag as symbolizing the honor, valor, dedication, and sacrifice of law enforcement, yeah, that's exactly what it displays. He said others had undermined the flag with their racist, bigoted, and oppressive views. Because of one complaint! Moore said station lobbies should have places, should be places where citizens feel welcome and safe, free of political ideology. I mean, this is the most ludicrous story. And I can't believe that we're even bothering. I'm surprised Fox News, well, I'm not surprised that Fox News carried it because it's pandering. It is political pandering to the highest level. And that's exactly what the Los Angeles Police Protective League called it. Quote, it is difficult to express the level of utter disgust and disappointment with Chief Moore's political pandering to remove the thin blue line flags and memorials for fallen officers from all public areas within our police stations. This directive came as a result of one complaint from all police, criminal apologists, and activists who who hold too much display over our city's leaders, and unfortunately our chief, obviously. That came from the board of directors of the Los Angeles Police Protective League. They wrote in a statement. The union said they vehemently oppose this disrespectful and defeatist knowingly by our department leadership to groups that praise the killing of police officers and outright call for violence against those of us in uniform. We are directly expressed our outrage to the, we have directly expressed our outrage to the chief. I'm sure they have. The group argued the flag was actually a symbol of unity, which it is. 
The Thin Blue Line USA website says the Thin Blue Line flag is flown to show support for our heroes in law enforcement and serves as a consoling reminder that we will always be there to protect, that they will always be there to protect us. For those who walk it, the Thin Blue Line is a reflection of courage, a pledge of brotherhood, and a tribute to those who have fallen in the line of duty. Not to the chief, apparently. God, what a sad state we live in when a police chief panders to one complaint. And again, I come back to, I guarantee you there's rainbow flags there. What happens to somebody we're offended by that? What happens when someone comes up and says they're offended by the United States flag? Is he going to take that down too? What happens when someone comes to him and says, you know what, the, Amer- the American flag is offensive. It's a symbol of racism. It's a symbol of oppression. It's a symbol of bigotry. I want that taken down too. Is the chief going to take that down too? My God, what a sad state of affairs. In Los Angeles, California. I hope there's a quake. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're listening to the Terror Show on 1063 WOR. Am I wrong? Am I overreacting to this? I just, just just bring on the quake. We'll be back right after this. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. If you'd like to reach out, you can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Looking at that uh, common sense retirement planning text line, I've been delinquent. So I got to keep keep remembering to go back to these. Uh, can't help but wonder. Dems have been wanting to plan subsequent. Yeah, oh yeah. Born and raised in Wichita, graduated from Andover High School in 1980. When yeah, went back around 10 years ago. Wow, things have changed a lot since then. Yes, uh, Wichita. Wichita is not as bad as parts of Johnson County, which is where Kansas City is. Back in the day, that area was fairly reliably Republican. Now it's it's pretty uh, well. We'll be nice. We'll say it's purple, um, but it's 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 going pretty blue. Kansas City area has gone pretty pretty Democrat, unfortunately. Um, but uh, you know, we're still a red state for now, <laughs> even though we elected Laura Kelly twice. And she's about as liberal as you can get. 
glad the people of Wichita have a, a sane voice to listen to enjoying your show today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I'll be back tomorrow. So I, I appreciate that. If you if you like having me fill in for Tara, let the folks at WOOD know. I, I love doing it. I, I filled in for Charlie a couple times, too, and, and I'm, I'm pleased to do it. It's a, it's a pleasure to be with you. We must ban the rainbow flag because... It's offensive to straight heterosexual people who observe God. Uh, I got news for you. Um, they don't care what's offensive to straight heterosexual people who observe God. As a matter of fact, they could care less what is offensive to straight heterosexual people who observe God. They, they really do care less. What, what what offends us, what we think about, what we value, what's important to us. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right, but they don't care. Remember what Michelle Obama said about those of us in the you know, flyover country who cling to our God and our guns. That's their mindset. The stupid part is that those groups don't use those flags to represent themselves. They display those flags to show support for for police. Just like everyone, and you're right. You are absolutely right. The Proud Boys who are holding up a, a thin blue line, or for that matter, a Gadsden flag, it's not about the Proud Boys. They're just showing support for law enforcement. But again, it's that's what the media will pick that stuff up and try and spin it because that's what they do. They want to demonize us. And any opportunity they can, they'll take it, trust me. And the left will jump on it because that's what the left will do. And the hypocrisy is rampant. Uh, it's laughable. But it's, and the left is, it is funny when you see their hypocrisy. And we've pointed it out, we've talked about it on the show already, where you have these situations where, you know, for, like I've said about choice, they're pro-choice when it comes to killing babies, but not pro-choice when it comes to education or guns or vaccines. I got another one for you. The New York mayor says there's no room in his city for migrants. This is from Reuters. And keep in mind, New York mayor is one of the most liberal of all. And, and this is a, a quote-unquote sanctuary city. But now New York City Mayor Eric Adams, now that he's been to the border, he doesn't want migrants. He doesn't want illegals. But I thought they were. I thought they were a sanctuary city. Mayor of New York traveled to the Mexican border city of El Paso on Sunday and declared that, quote, there is no room in New York for busloads of migrants being sent to America's most populous city. By the way, they're not migrants. They're illegals. Call them what they are. Eric Adams, a Democrat, was also critical of the administration of Democratic U.S. President Joe Biden, saying "How is now is the time for the national government to do its job about the immigrant crisis at America's southern border. No crap! We've been saying that for years! <laughs> the only reason you're whining about it is because we've been sending them to your city. Now you're finally paying attention? All of a sudden, now you finally decide that it's a problem. Because Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott 
have been shipping them to New York, now it's finally a problem. Guess what? It's been a problem for Florida and Texas for years. Wasn't a problem for you then. It's only a problem now. That's the hypocrisy of this. The visit of a New York mayor to a southern border city about the issue of immigrants is also unprecedented. Well, yeah, it's unprecedented because it's now a problem for him. Busloads of migrants have been shipped north to New York and other cities by Republican-run states. This has exasperated the housing crisis in New York and a worsening homeless crisis in the city. Good! Good! Keep doing it! Ship them up there! Adams' trip to El Paso comes after the after he said the migrant influx in New York could cost the city as much as two billion dollars at a time when the city is already already facing a major budget shortfall. Ha! Good. Wah! Cry me a river. I thought you were a sanctuary city. I thought you wanted them. I thought you were an open borders kind of city. Your party sure is. I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) careful what you wish for, pal. In recent months, the Republican governors of Florida and Texas have sent thousands of migrants seeking sanctuary in the U.S. to cities run by Democratic politicians. Good! Kudos for them! That's what they should do! I mean, you know, it's great to be a sanctuary city when they're not coming to your city. (laughs) So let's send them out there! Send them to Martha's Vineyard. You want to be a sanctuary city? Here you go. Knock yourselves out. All of a sudden, they didn't like being sanctuary city. Amazing how that works. Now Eric Adams, mayor of New York, says there's no room in New York for busloads of illegal aliens. Amazing. Imagine how that happens. Oh, hypocrites. You're listening to The Terrace Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Am I wrong? I don't think so. I think on this one, I'm I'm spot on on this one. We'll be back right after this. Well, welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. <laughs> you know, I, I just love when you find these asinine, ludicrous statements that come from the left. And sometimes I don't think they even realize, or, or maybe they do. Maybe they do realize the stupid things that they say, and they just don't care. Um, case in point. We talked uh, last uh, last hour about Jim Jordan, who's taken over for Humpty Dumpty, Congressman Gerald Nadler. You know, remember him? He's the one who wears his pants up to his neck uh, on uh, uh, in the United States House of Representatives. He was the chair of the Judiciary Committee, chaired the Trump impeachment trials, and boy, did he have fun doing that. So he was on the House floor recently because the Republican-controlled House wanted to pass a bill. 
And the bill that they passed, basically the gist of it was that if uh, a baby, and it is a baby, by the way, survives an abortion procedure, the law would now state, the law that they passed says that if a baby survives an abortion procedure, you have to give it, you have to take it to a hospital. You have to take it from the abortion clinic to a hospital and give it medical treatment because it's a baby. Sorry, it's not a collection of tissue. It's not a parasite. It's a child. It's a baby. It's a human being, and it deserves medical attention. Well, Gerald Nadler went to the House floor to condemn this bill, vote against it, rail against it, and his justification was he said it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He said it's dangerous to take babies who survive abortions to the hospital because that would be an admission that they're babies and not clumps of cells. The problem with this bill is not that it makes anything, that it is not that it provides any new protections for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant, or it may not. That is the problem with this bill. It, it, it um, um, directs um, and, um, and um, mandates um. a certain medical care which may not be appropriate, which may be in danger of the life of an infant in certain circumstances. That's why we oppose this bill. That is the most stupid, that is the dumbest thing. I, it's dangerous to take a baby who survives abortion to the hospital because it may not be medically the right thing to do. It might be dangerous for the baby. What an idiot. I don't know how he isn't embarrassed to take this position. Taking an infant to the hospital could endanger them. What are they going to do? Get vaccinated instead? I mean, it's this is, if you don't have the morality in you to save a baby after it's born, you're in a death cult. This is the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I think I've heard. And I've heard a lot of dumb things out of Humpty Dumpty in the last few years. And I get it. You're pro-abortion. I understand that. You you are in favor of killing babies. N- knock yourself out. That's your position. You're entitled to your opinion, as backwards as it is. But for you to have the audacity to stand on the House floor and say, it's it endangers babies to give them medical care is about the stupidest thing that I've heard. They literally voted against helping infants that survive abortions. The bill passed the House. 219 Republicans voted yes. That's all Republicans. One Democrat voted yes, and 210 Democrats voted no. 
Well, it passed. It'll go to the Senate where it'll die because Chucky Schumer won't take it up. In part because he doesn't want to have to put his senators on a tough vote because who wants to be on the record voting no? Even pro-abortion people know that this is a bad vote. Because you're against up-to-birth abortions. Only politicians being paid off by Planned Parenthood are worth are, are willing to vote against it. But they had to in the House because they forced them to vote for it. So they had to. They're now on the record voting against helping an infant that survived an abortion. Talk about a toxic vote. This is child abuse. It, it, it's, it's just vile. And then the twisted logic that says, you're better off. It's not healthy. It's not safe. I mean, it's either twisted logic or no logic, and you're just stupid, which may be the case as well. I mean, he's as senile as Joe Biden is. I just... I don't know. This is this is today's the modern Democrat Party, folks. This is today's modern Democrat Party. And they're the ones running the White House and the United States Senate. Congratulations. Elections have consequences. You're listening to the Terrace Show on 1063 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. At, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to I, I just don't know what to tell you. We'll be back right after this. Well, welcome back to the Terra Show on 1063 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. It's been a pleasure. Spending some time with you this morning. I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning. If you want to reach out, you want to stay connected, you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Swing back to the text stream. Hey, John, please explain what happened with Kansas on how they voted on abortion. That's the value them both constitutional amendment. Can this be changed later on by the voters? Uh, Yeah, um, it's going to be tough. I mean, we spent, uh, there was oh, $100 million on behalf of the Value of the Both Amendment and twice that on behalf of the other side. And that's really what happened is there was hundreds of millions of dollars dumped in from out of state. And that's really how we lost. Um, a lot of misinformation. And I'm sure you guys have had the same thing. It, it started with... The courts, Uh, your South Carolina Supreme Court just recently ruled that your six-week abortion ban violates the state constitution. uh, That that happened, what, uh, I just saw the story on the 6th. Uh, The South Carolina Supreme Court ruled your six-week abortion ban violated the state constitution. So uh, what prompted ours was our Kansas Supreme Court found a right to an abortion in our Constitution, somehow, in the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness clause in our Constitution, they say that the liberty part covers abortion. Right. 
So somehow, when they fa- when the founders founded the state of Kansas, the Supreme Court says that they intended that liberty to include an abortion. Even though you and I both know the founders didn't even know what an abortion was when they wrote the Constitution of the state of Kansas. Somehow, the liberal judges at our Kansas Supreme Court said, nope, that includes an abortion. <laughs> That's how asinine this is. So fast forward to last election cycle, we put an abortion, an, an amendment on the Constitution that basically said, no, the courts do not have a right to determine abortion policy. The legislature does. And that's all the value that both amendment did was say, no, the courts don't get to determine it. The legislature does pretty reasonable, but out of state money, 10 to one demonized it. And we did not, there was no ban in this, but what happened was a lot of voters were misled into thinking that it was a ban on abortion which it wasn't. So you had people who were afraid, oh, it was going to ban abortion. Didn't do that, but they voted no. You had other people who just didn't understand what it was, who voted no. You had poor voter turnout. Again, a problem of Republicans. We only got barely 50% voter turnout. Again, it was a primary. Poor voter turnout. So we lost. And Kansas is not an abortion state. We are a pro-life state. Just a a bad confluence of events. The amendment was not written very well. It was confusing. So some people didn't understand it. It should have been something as simple as, is there a right to an abortion in the Kansas Constitution? Vote yes, vote no. Simple. Something like that. I think people would have understood it. But they overcomplicated the amendment itself. So I hope that answers your question as to why and what happened with Kansas and how they voted on the abortion amendment. It's just really unfortunate. Um, so does that mean they can use the liberty to do anything? Because I should be. Yeah, basically, at least according to the Kansas Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the problem. When your judiciary gets, uh, you have an activist court, which is what we have here in Kansas. We have an activist Supreme Court who usurp their authority. The Kansas Supreme Court is the most overruled Supreme Court in the United States. They're the ones that found the two brothers, the the Carr brothers, who are mass serial murderers. They found their, uh, their they were convicted of murder. They found them that, that they were up for capital punishment, capital murder. They found that case, they got it wrong twice. Finally went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, no, you got that wrong. It's the most overturned court in in, US, in in the United States. So that's how bad this court is. And yet we can't get rid of them because of our judicial process. We are the only, court, only uh, state in the country where we do not have a uh, traditional system of selecting our Supreme Court judges. We have an archaic system that allows the members of the Kansas Bar Association to select judges, and then the governor has to pick one of the three that are given to her. 
She is not allowed. We don't do it through typical process, which would be what I think we should do is either direct election or do an appointment process where the they have to go through judicial conf- or uh, Senate confirmation like they do at the federal model. No, we have this convoluted process where the members of the Bar Association give them three nominees and the governor has to pick one of the three nominees. It's called the Missouri model because the state of Missouri used to do it, and even they stopped doing it. Kansas is the only state in the union that has this archaic method. And it, it, it allows, it's a very nepotistic, it's very closed, and it's certainly not democratic. But when, you know, <laughs> when you have unelected folks in black robes that are not accountable in any way to the public, that's what happens. And... Again, as we've said before, I've said it on this show, I've said it on my show. Elections have consequences. And the only way to change it would be for us to change our Constitution, and the only way to do that is to elect people who will do that, including our governor. And she'll never do it because she's owned by the Bar Association. So that's where we are here. I don't know where you are in South Carolina. I don't know how bad. I imagine your court, especially if your court's willing to overturn a uh, abortion ban that violates the Constitution, which I doubt it does, especially now, now that the U.S. Supreme Court has referred it back to the states, how can your law violate your own state constitution? Love to hear their reasoning on that, Jim. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a crackpot conservative. Pursuit of happiness covers the baby. Death is not happiness. Amen, brother. (laughs) You would think. What do I know? You've been listening to the Tara Show on 106.3 WORD. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 